0: hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the isi life podcast today I sit down with steve condeman from cbmc here in northeast ohio cbmc stands for the christian businessmen's connection and it's an amazing organization that is impacting lives um, especially those in the marketplace you know for me personally this has been um a very pivotal influential organization for me and um, how i got connected and a big part of my you know journey in life and my faith journey so to share a little bit about that and learn more about what CBMC is up to. So, hope you all enjoy the episode. Till then, stay sharp, everyone. All right. Well, welcome, Steve, to the ISI Life Podcast. I'm excited to connect with you. Uh, thanks for jumping on this uh, interview today.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: I am. I'm super excited to, to connect with you because CBMC is so awesome, and and you are an amazing leader of CBMC. And just you know, personally, CBMC has a has made a ginormous impact in my life. So I'm excited to, you know, maybe touch on that and, um, you know, learn more about you and more about CBMC and, and kind of dive into that today. So yeah, looking forward to it. So for those of us that don't know you, um, you know, tell us a little bit about who you are, your upbringing background and, um, you know, kind of bring us up to current state.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, well, again, hopefully this is helpful for the guys that are listening and, um, you know, thanks for having me on. I I would just, uh, yeah, my upbringing. Grew up in West Akron. Um, forty-seven years old now, which is crazy. Like how time just keeps uh, flying by. <laughs> um, but uh, but still playing a forty-over basketball league. So trying to do my best to stay in shape and and uh, holding on to sixteen as long as I can, kind of thing. So, uh, you, but anyway, as far as a uh, background, yeah. So I grew up in West Akron, and um, and I was really a minority kid out there. So my parents had a beautiful four uh, four bedroom brick tutor home. Um, but it was in the city. And so I was the white minority kid at my elementary school and, uh, really through all of that really, uh, taught me to be, maybe probably be a little tougher than I might've been, but, but more so I would say it taught me just not to prejudge people. And, uh, mm. you know, I just, uh, learned a lot that, uh, as I would connect with other people, um, that they would think something about, you know, African-Americans or whatever. And I was just like, no, they're fine. It's cool. These guys are my friends. And, and, uh, and I just, as I've gone on through life, um, in whatever situation just has kind of taught me not to, to prejudge people. So that was that was one kind of significant thing in my uh upbringing. And um and then the other thing would be just the fact growing up, um, you know, my parents, neither of them were believers um when I when I was born. And they moved into this that that house there in West Akron. And when they did, um a lady across the street, she was a pastor's wife, she um she came got off her couch, um, came across the street, said, Hey, welcome to the neighborhood and and soon into their relationship invited her to Bible study. So my mom always thought Christians were kind of weird and had really no interaction with with Christianity or faith, um, but always had questions. And uh, so anyway, the lady asked my mom, my mom says no the first time, which my mom's the sweetest lady in the world. I can't even imagine her saying no, um, which is, I guess, because that was BC before Christ, you know? So, um, but the lady continues to make friends with my mom and says, hey, by the way, um, if you come to this Bible, I never told you about the Bible study, but there is free childcare. And when my mom heard that, you know, she's busy caring for me. And uh she's like, you know what? I'll come, I'll check it out. I can pawn Steve off in the child care room. So uh anyway, she comes and while she's there, she's just surprised, just taken off guard by by the love of the ladies, the friendliness of the ladies, um, hearing all these stories of answer to prayer, um, to the truth of the Bible, um, to seeing the peace that these ladies had, and anyway. After only like a month or so, she gives her life to the Lord. Um, my dad sees the change in her; he gives his life to the Lord. They start going to to church, and uh, I grew up in a completely different different family. And um, oh, wow. my parents just celebrated fifty years of marriage this past summer, and uh, we had all the kids or all the kids and grandkids around. And um, and they and, we, and uh, I said, Dad, any advice you'd give to us? How do we get to fifty years? One, you know, and, uh, and this is in front of everybody. And I said, you know, he said, you know what? I'd say the first thing was was our faith. <laughs> He said if um, Mm. if we went and made that decision for Christ, you know, um, when we first got married, he's like we had a relationship that was based on fun and uh, no way we would have gotten through all the different trials that the marriage throws at you in 50 years. So anyway, there's a little bit about my my upbringing and and kind of what pushes me to share my faith is what which which is uh, what we do with CBMC.
0: That is so awesome. I mean, it's it's such a eye opening thing for you know for your mother to go there and see. well, this isn't at all what I thought it was going to be. This is you know totally different than, you know, it's interesting because you talked about not prejudging, you know, in, in school and your friends and um, what a what a big shift your family made by, you know, going to the church and it's all about free childcare. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and I think it's even interesting that my mom prejudged, you know, yeah, and uh, and I think it's easy for unbelievers to prejudge all of us to prejudge, you know, um, and we just, we don't want to be a know-it-all. We always want to have an open mind and, uh, you know, the, the idea that truth should win out. So That's yeah, awesome. definitely, cool. uh, beneficial for me. You know, and you asked me you're... my, 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 my background. Um, I guess I should have told you I'm married. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, hopefully my wife doesn't listen. Um, but we would have, we would have got there. All right. Okay. But, uh, yeah, married, I uh, would be 22 years, uh, tomorrow. Um, May 23rd, 22 years, um, and uh, three kids, uh, ninth grade, 7th grade, and 3rd grade. Actually, they're graduating today, so I guess it'll be 10th, 8th, and 4th. So,
0: yeah, life is good. Feel blessed. Congratulations. Tomorrow's the anniversary. That's fantastic. Very cool. Um, So, you know, professionally, um, talk talk us through a little bit about, you know, what you've done and into your current role with CBMC.
1: Yeah, so I'm the... uh, you know, the area director for CBMC, which stands for the Christian Businessmen's Connection. Um, the organization started in 1930 during the Great Depression. So a very similar season that we find ourselves in today, like a kind of a season of, of uncertainty and and fear that people have. And it was in that in that season that uh, where there's guys that were like literally in the in the marketplace that were literally killing themselves because their identity was in their their work, their their um, how much their their position, um, their title, you know. Their, the income that they got from that. And when that was taken away, that was their identity was gone. And uh, and and uh, people were, there was lots of stories of people killing themselves and, and maybe even more fear than there is today. I don't know. But it was inside of that situation that CBMC was born. So I'm um, wow. offering the hope of Christ. And so we're still trying to do that 90 years later as an organization. Um, you know, I wasn't around then, but uh, the it's just interesting just to see just the, the power of the gospel even today.
0: Isn't, it, isn't that amazing that 90 years ago the same same stuff is the exact same stuff as today? You know the, the same struggles and um, you know with so many maybe losing losing their jobs right now with COVID and or just changing to a new a new normal. Um, it's the same thing as it was when this whole thing started. That's I mean that's pretty astounding.
1: Yeah. So as we're and we're seeing that in our in our ministry, we're seeing new guys getting connected virtually. You know we have 23 men's groups. And uh, it's part of my job is to kind of go around to those teams and uh, stay connected with the leaders and the, and, the, and the people there, the guys there and cast vision for upcoming events and opportunities to be a disciple and, and disciple others. Um, and so that's kind of, uh, you know, the, the role that I do. But we're seeing our teams, we're seeing a lot of new guys connecting uh, during the season because I, I think people have questions, you know, they have questions of hope and uh, we're trying to get, offer those in Christ.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, you know, for, for people who aren't as familiar with CBMC, what are the the, the main pillars, um, that you focus on and really what the ministry is built around?
1: Um, really in two words, it's evangelism and discipleship in the marketplace. So it's really, um, sharing our faith, um, in the marketplace. We talk about being a marketplace ambassador that comes from second Corinthians five twenty, where it says, um, for are Christ's ambassador, as though he's making his appeal through you. Um, and so the idea is that, uh, people will understand who God is based on the way they, they see us. We're, we're his ambassador. We're representing the King. And so we want to represent him well. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys, you know, we can all think of guys that we work with and and ladies that we work with, right. That, that would probably never step foot into a church, even in these seasons where they're, they're looking for answers and for hope, you know, in the world we live in today, a lot of people would think, well, the church isn't, isn't part of the answer. You know, mm-hmm. I already, I already looked into that at one point or, or whatever, you know, and, uh, and so this is our opportunity to be his ambassadors in the marketplace to reach that person on the sixth floor of the building that our pastor would never go be able to connect with. So evangelism and then discipleship. Once you reach these people to disciple them, to mentor them in the faith, just like in the marketplace, right? We don't just put someone into a a job without any training. The same kind of thing. We want to train people in the faith. You know, you can have this Bible and it's this powerful tool, but if you don't know how to use it, you know, then, then it's nothing. It's the same thing as a computer, right? You know, like my grandpa would look at a computer and wouldn't know what it is, but, but for us, it'd be the super powerful thing. And so, um, you know, the idea of discipling people, in the power of the gospel and what it can do in their life and others.
0: That's yeah. Thanks for sharing. It's, I mean, like I mentioned for, you know, myself personally, CVMC is one of those, you know, one of those things that's made, you know, the biggest impact on my life. You know, we grew up in a, a Christian family, um, but as an adult, I got invited to leadership prayer breakfast down. This is when it was downtown and there was a the speaker was a, a fighter pilot that got shot down and told his story. And I just was blown away by um, his faith and I wanted to know more. I filled out one of the cards and I got connected with, um, you know, gentleman, Sean Moorhead, who, um, you know, we went to Buca de Beppo for lunch and uh, he, he just said, Hey, you know, do you want to know more about this? Do you want to, where are you on your faith journey and, you know, just kind of gut checked me and uh, in in a very, you know, tactful and loving way. And I just said, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to, I'd love to grow and I'd love to know more. And, um, and so he said, hey, yeah, I'd be, I'd be down to meet with you. And that was the beginning of multiple years of meeting up at Panera and just going through operation Timothy at a snail's pace. And um, I just so thankful for his investment in me. And, you know, I've tried to take that gift that he's given me and, and pass it on to others and um, yeah, you know, I could say just speaking, you know, firsthand, going through Operation Timothy One, you know, learning, and then you know, on the flip side, teaching. It has been some of my, you know, my personal richest ways to grow in my own faith and, and really deepen the relationship with with others through that process. So you know, thankful for thankful for CBMC and what it's doing. And I know I'm I'm just one story of you know many 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 um, thousands or millions who've been you know impacted by, uh, by CBMC. So thanks for, you know, leading the, leading the way and making it a thing that, you know, makes a impact in people's lives. Oh, it's
1: just been a, uh, it's a great story to hear. And, uh, you know, it's, it's CBMC, but it's also, you know, obviously it's the, it's God and God's people uh, doing that, but, um, we're happy to be, to be a tool in that. And, uh, you know, it's just been a blessing for me to, to, uh, be in this role. You know, I was, uh, selling insurance and, um, I'd been in the ministry before that. And for 11 years, kind of felt uh, and then did business before that. And it was kind of interesting um, the way God kind of orchestrated my life. And as I can look back, I'm like, wow, each of those things really helped me to what I do today. But I remember when um, they offered me the position, I go and talk to my wife and uh, she said, Steve, you know, if if you didn't have to work, if you won the lottery and didn't have to work, you know, what would you do? And I was like, I don't know. Oh, because I told her about this position. She goes, well, let me pray about it. Because we'd been shifting around with my work and everything. And she's like, let me pray about this first. Because um, my insurance business was finally getting getting stable and uh, was getting good even. And so she's like, let me, let me pray about it. So she comes back, uh, you know, two, three days later. She goes, I, you know, said, I think I kind of heard from the Lord on this. You know, not, not like audibly, but she said in her spirit. And she said, let me ask you this question. Because I was praying, you know, God, what did you make Steve to be? What, what, what is your plan for him? And, uh, and that was what she heard, you know, what would he do if he didn't have to, if he didn't have to work? And, uh, and that was, and that was kind of it. And so she asked me, she said, what would you do? I said, I don't know. Um, she goes, well, it seems to me with this job, they're, they're, they're asking you to, um, what they're asking you to do. You know, I think what she would do is you would probably have, uh, set up breakfast with guys and talk to them about their life and their faith. You know, if you didn't have to work, you'd set up lunches with guys, talk to them about their life and their faith. I was leading this Renew Akron group where we'd um, get a speaker once a month to encourage people to honor God in the marketplace. I was already doing that just on a volunteer basis. And um, She said, you probably do more with that Renew group, get some bigger speakers in. And she said, you'd probably play some more golf. She goes, is that about right? <laughs> I go, that's pretty close. She goes, well, it seems to me the CBMC job at least checks three of the boxes and it might even check a fourth box if you play your cards right. So, <laughs> so it was just uh it's just been a, been a blessing to, to do something that I love and uh, just to see the stories of impact.
0: Isn't that awesome? Yeah, you're definitely in your in your sweet spot and, and you definitely have a, a great unique ability to to do what you're doing and you obviously like love it. it doesn't probably doesn't feel like work for you. And um I think one of the cool things is is, you know, you know so many people who are out in in the marketplace and who are integrating um their faith and their work or you know, for ISI we call it one of the five of is faculty. And, you know, our, our whole, our whole mentality is how do you not compartmentalize, you know, faith into a bucket that maybe is on a Sunday morning? Um, and how do, how do you just integrate everything? How do you integrate your faith into your work, into your fitness, into your family, into your money and your finances? Um, so, you know, you see it firsthand and you see, you know, many guys who are doing a great job of it. So curious, um, you know, if you have any, you know, pro tips for, for us, or what you've seen firsthand uh, by doing lunch and connecting with all these different you know guys out in the marketplace who are who are winning at integrating their faith into their work. Um, and if you have any you know specific examples of people, um, I'd love for you to share because I think we're all inspired by hearing you know firsthand how people are doing it and uh, and winning in that area of their life. Mm-hmm.
1: I think the most important thing is
0: where it is to is to
1: ask the question: Where's your identity at? I mean, that was right. That was the thing from the beginning with CBMC and um, with my parents and with with each of us. Where's your Where's your identity? And so, if your identity is in is in your work, then you're going to make that your God and you're going to do everything around that. But if your identity is in God, then everything that touches God is going to be is going to be influenced and impacted by that. Right? And that's that's the ISI wheel, right? You know, faith is at the mm-hmm. center, and then all those other things are around it. So I think, you know, the first step is just making sure your identity is right. And that's where the discipleship, the mentoring and the faith is is so important. So I would say one if any any of the guys that are listening, if you have not been discipled before, you've not had someone who's really poured their life in into you. You know, our Operation Timothy tool is fantastic. It's been around since the 70s um, and it keeps being uh, adapted. Actually, it's even modeled after the navigators which is before that, so it's definitely time-tested and so many stories of that. So that'd be the first step is just if you haven't been discipled, get discipled and, uh, you know, basically get mentored. And if and uh, just talk to me, talk to you, um, you know, talk to someone and say, hey, would you just encourage me in my faith, train me in my faith? I think there's a lot of guys that would, would be love to help them with that. So um, that'd, that'd be the first For thing. Sure. Um, and then what was your other your other, your other question?
0: Yeah, just no. That's a great answer. I mean, identity is is huge. Um, you know who who we see ourselves at. You know what's really core or what's the most important thing to us. But um, and I and I just maybe looking for um, you know any specific tact you know tactical things that you see people doing. Um, examples of people who you think are are doing an exemplary job of integrating their faith into their work. They're not you know compartmentalizing yeah. it, but it's it's part of who they are, and they they do it in certain ways. Maybe certain things that they lead or they make a priority. Um, you know, specific uh, things that we could maybe be inspired from that you've seen uh, guys doing out there in the marketplace?
1: Yeah, I think of, uh, you know, three or four guys right now. Let me tell you those in a second. But um, I was also thinking about Tony Dungy, you know, the um, Mm. Hall of Fame uh, coach. And uh, he was just, we actually had a um, uh, CBMC Young Professional Conference. Um, It was our first one ever. And uh, because of COVID, it became... um, you know, just virtual. And we were hoping for a hundred people in Tampa. And so they got 700 there. So again, another example of God having different plans than us, but uh, Tony spoke and uh, what was really interesting. He talked about this. He said um, when he was getting mentored by someone else as a new believer, and he connected with a believe um, a, he was a rookie on the Steelers and he got connected with a couple other um, believers on the team early on, and they were mentoring him in his faith. And they were just talking about the importance of Oh, because there was this, there was this pastor that was the chaplain of the team, uh, Tony Evans. Um, maybe you guys have, have heard well, of him. And uh, yeah. he talked about, he said, I'm not, he said, I'm a Christian, I'm a, I'm a Christian pastor, but he said, that's not it. And he said, I'm also a Christian father. He said, I'm a Christian worker. I'm a Christian community member. And he said the same thing with you guys. You're not just a, you're not just a, a Christian and then a football player, you're a Christian football player and a Christian friend, you know, and so that your yeah. faith would be something that would be entwined in everything that you do, it's your identity. And that, I guess that was really big for, for Tony Evans or, or for um, Tony Dungy um, growing up. So that'd be just kind of one thought, just having that mindset that it's it's not just one one compartmentalized, but it's it's all of who you are. Um, I love that. So the stories that, that I think of is one is I think of, of you and Joe um, Hadad, you know, and just what you guys do and even Nick, you know, what you guys do leading um universities i mean I, I i love them you have an alpha in the marketplace you're having we have a connect 3 team one of our men's groups that that meets there weekly um i know that you guys um take care of your employees i mean just care for people i mean what a what a great story uh, um, of of you guys over there um you know on our area leadership team our board for CBMC um two other um executives one is the CEO of step 2 you know, they make the, the kids' toys and the plastic mailboxes that probably most of mm-hmm. you guys have at your house. Um, and that's Tony Sepial. And uh, man, his faith is just so um, huge to what he does. Um, I know they've done Alpha there and also at Vitamix, where he was a COO before that, um, where p- giving people a chance to explore their faith mm-hmm. um, and caring for people there. I just know so many people would see him as a, as a mentor, a life mentor, spiritual mentor. And he didn't push it on that's anybody, right. just offered it, right? And then. Um, Another example I got to see is Tony Davidson. He uh, just recently retired as the CEO of Kichler Lighting. So if you go into Lowe's or Home Depot, you know you'll see the Kichler uh, fans and lighting is all in there. And um, I went in to go visit Tony uh, Davidson one day at his, at, at his office, and he goes, "Hey, have you ever gotten a tour of this place?" And so as I go in there, one I go in there and into the office part, and uh, everybody as we're walking out, we're walking out after I met Tony, and we're walking out, we probably saw three different people there and they're like oh hey how you doing and like oh we just think tony's great and they all spoke so well of him but they're all asking him questions about his life and he knew things about their life so i was like oh that's kind of cool but these are the people he works with but then we go into the shop i mean and uh <laughs> deep in the shop and it was amazing he knew the names of everybody in the shop and they knew about him and they were asking stories about his his life and they were asking he was asking stories about their life the name of their kids hmm. and I was, I was like wow what a great example of a Christian executive, um, really caring for his people. So, um, I was really inspired by that as well.
0: Wow. What a great leader. That's awesome. Getting down to actually having genuine relationships with all those people. That's, that's awesome.
1: And I know for but, these guys, like that's, that comes from their faith. Like, yeah, I know there's nice people out there. Um, but sure. I know that what drives them in their life is their desire to, to love people as, as Christ loved them and to serve people as as Christ served them. So yeah it's just kind of cool to see cool to see it work and, and work and process yeah it.
0: well i didn't ask you that question to uh you know uh, for the layup for for Joe and I, but I appreciate the compliment
1: <laughs> well it's it's easy it's sitting right up there
0: <laughs> yeah well um no it's been fun i mean it's um it's been fun to to do those different things and uh you know be obedient and offer different things you know at our company and uh, you just give an option for people um, in, a, in a soft and gentle way it's you know at first i think it for me it was um you know, hey, is this an area we should go with it and, and then you know kinda of shift in my mindset to why you know, why wouldn't I? You know, this is a, a great gift that's been given to me. Um when well, we offer these things and those who want to participate, great. If not, that's fine too. Um and so I think just getting over that mental hurdle to be willing to ask, uh, or put an alpha out there and say, Hey, we're gonna host this, you know, video, you know, lunch series and come come if you want and you know, we'll be there just in a very gentle way and um, you know, then also being able to ask people and say, hey, you know, I'm willing to, I'm eating lunch anyway. Do you want to eat lunch and talk about Operation Timothy and a chance to get to know people and, you know, take a, take a relationship and a faith to, to another level. Um, at first I was intimidated by it um, just because I didn't want it to be awkward or I didn't want them to feel like they were, you know, pressured into saying yes. And, you know, really it's been one of like the best gifts, um, you know, most impactful things maybe that I've ever, ever done, you know, within the workplace. So. I just i guess i would encourage others to be willing to step out there and maybe get over that awkward phase and just go for it
1: yeah i would just say we all have been given a sphere of influence and so you know your sphere might be a little bigger as a a business owner um when i left the market when i left the ministry and i I go to be an insurance agent i'm working with one other really two other guys in the office they were both believers and uh, but really i was just out and about and. I had way less connections than I used to, I guess, as I started to make, connect with people, but um, but as being a youth pastor at a big church, but I was like, okay, what can I do? And uh, you know, there was just a few people, you know, a couple mortgage brokers that would refer me to business that I started to pursue a relationship for work. But as I'm doing that, it's just who I am. And uh, we started to have some great faith conversations and uh, you know, it's just those kind of things, you know, just wherever your influence is at, just be faithful where you're planted.
0: Yeah, that's true. I love it. Um, well, regarding CBMC, uh, got a lot of great things going and got a lot of people plugged in. What's, uh, what's next? What are you excited about for, um, uh, the horizon ahead as far as CBMC goes?
1: Nobody knows what's next in the season. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> what's, what's maybe next.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, how, how do you make plans in the season? Um, you know, we had a conversation even about the prayer breakfast. I don't know what's going to happen if we're going to be even be able to do it in person here in September. So, um, mm. you know, that's one of the questions that that we're asking you know right now um what we're trying to do we're trying to do a golf outing in july um and, and usually at our this will be our fourth annual golf outing and golf classic and uh kind of the idea of this is um you know, we used to do these outreach events where you just invite people to a dinner for a, a breakfast or a lunch and have a speaker speak but it still kind of felt like church to people you know so that's yeah. what this golf outing hey can you invite your friend to go play golf? And during lunch, there's going to be a guy who's going to share their, just share their life story. And uh, so it's a little bit of an easier ask to invite your friends. It's fun. And guy's like, Oh, I'll go golfing. And yeah, while I'm eating, you know, it's not too much too cumbersome. I can listen to it, to someone share their story. And we try to get a good sports related story of some sort and marketplace story. And um, so that's what we're planning for at Weymouth country club is the plan. But right now mm. they don't have, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Sea times, y- y- there's no um, shotgun start right now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to do a golf outing if you have to start at a different time. So that would be the next next event. And then we are looking to do a retreat at the end of September. This would be the first annual uh, CBMC uh, Midwest Regional Retreat. And so we could do it about 150 people out at uh, Stony Glen camp. And uh, it would be um, guys from here locally in Northeast Ohio, but also we'd be inviting um, the, the men of CBMC in the Pittsburgh area and the Detroit area and uh, the Philadelphia area and um, and Columbus area. So, um, you know, that's we're hoping we're going to be able to do that. So, you know, that's kind of events that are on the horizon.
0: Very cool. Awesome. So, I mean, people listen to this probably maybe some are involved in CBMC and some maybe, you know, this is totally new to them. If they want to know more and get connected, what what's the best way for people to kind of get connected to CBMC and get plugged in?
1: Sure. Uh, we have a website, which is uh, N-E Ohio. stands for Northeast, right? neohio.cbmc.com. Dot dot Again, CBMC stands for Christian Business Men's Connection. So neohio.cbmc.com. Dot
0: dot okay. Awesome. I got the Connect3 groups all across town. Are those all listed there on the site for people to jump into?
1: Yep. Yeah. And so go on to the Connect3 teams and um, click on those. There's a list of uh, a name, um, someone to to talk to, to connect with, a location. Of course, now all of them are now meeting via Zoom, although there's one that's meeting in person now. but um, And so we're probably heading towards that again, but just reach out to the person, see where they're meeting. Either they'll give you the Zoom link or they'll um, give you the location.
0: Yeah, that's what we've been doing. Our, our, you know, ours meets on Thursday mornings, and the Zoom has been great. Um, the conversation is just as rich, you know, because everybody's kind of used to this new situation we're in, and um, it's been you know something you know for me for my week that I and I really look forward to connecting with those seven or eight guys and just talking about life and you know right now we're doing a one word bible study it's been it's been really awesome really interesting so uh yeah anyone's welcome to join ours but join any other one too um you know maybe one that or you can uh, even start one
1: you know reach out yeah. to me um get 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 a hold of me you know i don't know how they can do that you can uh uh find me on the on the on the website or talk to talk to nick here but um yeah. you know, start your own group. If you want to start your, you're always looking to start a new ones. So um, just get you and a, a buddy or two and uh, we'll go from there. We'll get it going. Yeah. We'll give you the resources. And uh, I don't give, we just talk about it's connect three. So it's connect with God, connect with others in real relationships, but also to connect with the gospel in the marketplace. So to have some conversation about how does this affect me in the marketplace? Who are the guys that I'm reaching out to in the marketplace? I'm praying for. And uh, as long as you do that, the, I'm not micromanaging our, our groups. They all look different and um, kind of get, you know, Know there's some entrepreneurs out there so maybe someone would like to start a team and I'd love to help them
0: yeah likewise and if there's anything you know that i can do to share experience i'm sure others are in the same boat to share you know how we started it how we structure it um whether it's from you or from you know myself or others um it's pretty pretty straightforward pick a time and just get together and go from there so yeah well cool well um as we kind of start to uh, close down here uh, just some more questions shifting from CBMC just to you personally. Um, one of the questions I'd like to ask is you know just about joy and um, you know for you um, for you or you and your family what are the what are the things that bring you the most joy?
1: Um, I just I mean I think what really wakes me up in the morning is just uh, seeing people uh, come alive in their faith. I, I really do like even when I was in the marketplace you know, and, and selling insurance. And, uh, you know, I I was just getting paid on, on commission. And so there would be some days that I'm like, I'm going to go to this, this uh, networking meeting. I'm not getting, and then it didn't even work out. I'm like, ah, you know, but what, what kind of, you know, I was like, I just wasted four hours doing nothing. And I, I got two kids at home. I gotta, I gotta, you know, but I knew that if I did the right things over, over time, it would grow. And it did. But, um, what gave me, what gave me purpose to, to do that, um, was this chance that I'm going to get to connect with people today and how can I be faithful and how can I honor them? Um, how can I honor God in the process? So, um, yeah, I, I, really, that does bring me joy. Um, probably in a less spiritual answer, you know, what gives me joy is I, I love to be active. Um, you know, like I said, I play in a basketball league. Um, all my kids play sports. I'm so blessed by that. I'm um, just an extra bonus that God gave me and I coach my son's basketball on his AAU team. And I always get to work with the kids out in the driveway playing and, so I, I enjoy that as well. And, um, uh, my wife and I, um, get along great and getting away for two days for our anniversary. So, um, you know, wow. relationships, sports, God, it's, it probably fills me up pretty good.
0: That's awesome. Very cool. Um, what about, um, different, you know, book recommendations, any, any, you know, books that you commonly gift to others or, you know, top two to three that have really meant, you know, meant a lot to you.
1: Hmm, good question. Um, you know, a book that made it a, a big impact on me, um, and it's it's a little bit of a thick book, but it's but it's also accessible too, um, it is called um, The Forgotten Ways by Alan Hirsch. And um, basically, it was all about um, how we've kind of forgotten the ways of Christ. And we've tried to advance the kingdom of God through all these um, institutional uh, models um, and think that we need all these different things when in, when in and in reality, if we look in the past, when the church has really grown, it's grown by people that um, that confirmed that, that Jesus was Lord in their life, and they made Him Lord, not just in word but in deed, and it consumed every part of them. And so people would see the the impact of them, and um, and then they went out and discipled others, you know, one on one. And it wasn't uh, hmm. um, this this large group thing that was, you know. And we don't need to have all this all the extra trappings that we have today and benefits. You know, and it was just saying we've forgotten these ways. And so, you know, the early church, um, the early church just took off and, uh, they didn't have the the freedom of government that we, we, that we have today. You know, they didn't have the, um, all the buildings, they didn't have, um, everything that we have. They just had people that were going out there sharing it and it was real and it was genuine and people were were moved by that. And it went from this, um, faith of, of, you know, no, no believers in what in 33 AD to and, um what the 300 early 300s when it uh rome actually made it the official religion because it had just infected the whole the whole region the whole world so forgotten ways um and then even the chinese church you know i know there was persecution there but they did it all underground but it was all by people just living it out so um really impacted me just reading that coming from a large institutional church and then uh when i left that to go kind of do home church for a little bit kind of like revolted all the other side um, and we still, now we go to a regular uh, church today, but really learned that I was holding on to too much of the institution and not just on life on life one-on-one connections, which which I think God used to prepare me for CBMC. So the Forgotten Ways by Alan wow. Hirsch was
0: was, a, was a good. Book. That's that sounds like a great read. Yeah, I've not heard of that. That sounds um, I'd love to read that. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Very cool. Um, what about a life verse? Do you have a uh, one or more? You know, yeah, life verses that you. That you have tattooed on your neck or anything? You
1: know, I, I, um, Ephesians two <laughs> ten. I I just I just love the verse. I um, I've had this desire to put it up on my kids' wall for my my daughter's wall for for years, and it just hasn't happened. And I was complaining with my wife that we hadn't haven't hadn't done it. And she goes, "You know what, Steve? It's okay." He says, "Like our kids know it. Like it's it's actually on their hearts." And I was like, "It got me all teary eyed." <laughs> um, but um, but they know it. So it's uh, for you are God's. A masterpiece, his his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, to do good works which God has planned in advance for you to do, and uh, and it's healthy for me, it's helpful for my daughter, you know, especially for my daughters, it's easy to feel like you're not enough, you know, especially for mm. for girls to feel like they're not enough, and uh, as always, my fear that they would feel that way, and uh, and they're blessed with many gifts, but still they're still gonna maybe okay. feel that way at some point, and the idea is that you know God is uh, has a plan for you just as you are with the gifts that that's just that you have, and so you know, and that's the same thing for me. You know, I, I, I always kind of wished I was more of a, an amazing communicator, like a Francis Chan or a Billy Graham or, or a, you know, Tim Tebow or whatever that, that, that person might be. And I realized, you know what, if God wanted me to have, to have that kind of impact, then he would have given me those gifts. And, but instead he gave me other gifts. So I would pursue other, other directions. And uh, it's so cool that he, you know, use that to, to get me into CBMC. So You know, he's got Mm -hmm. a plan for us just with the gifts We have just enough gifts, just as we, as we are to accomplish the plans that he has for us already. So yeah, I love that verse. It's helpful for me, helpful for others. Yeah,
0: I love that too. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. That's really cool. And even better that it's on their hearts than on their wall. It's, it's, uh, it's with them wherever they go. So that's really cool. Well, great, man. Thanks. Uh, See, this has been super awesome. And, you know, thank you for the, you know, the work that you're doing and, um, carrying the torch of CBMC and um you're doing a great job of it and uh, i'm just so you know thankful to know you and uh get connected with you and you know excited to cheer you on and and be on the field with you too so um yeah thanks for everything and we'll we'll post um you know this on the website we'll you know we'll have your email and have the link to CBMC for those that okay, want to get good. connected oh. and li- link, links to the book so it'll be easy for people to um you know take the next step if they want to you know, jump in uh, jump in the CBMC boat so hey and we didn't um, talk about ISI um, if, um, so
1: we're a big fan of i s i and iron sharpens iron and um it's just uh it's a great compliment to c b m c and uh, it's been fun connecting with with that going on the retreats and uh mm-hmm. looking forward to meeting in person with everybody again so uh good stuff
0: yeah no it's been it's been really rich and um a little different but yeah the relationships you know the relationships that have come out of i s i have been extremely impactful uh, it's been it's been cool seeing seeing guys connecting you know um growing in their faith and growing in their relationship with one another. So, yeah, thanks for the encouragement, too. You know, we wouldn't have done it without your help. So I appreciate that. Well, as we uh, close down, um, are you open to closing us down in a word of prayer? Sure, sure. Okay.
1: All right. Father God, I just uh, come before you right now, and uh, thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for um, calling me into your kingdom, for bringing people um, in the world. that uh, For this lady, Mary Ann Schroyer, who led... My mom uh, shared her, was willing just to get off their couch and share her faith with my mom and, and my mom, who would, dad, who would share it with me. And, um, I pray for these, these guys that are, um, and, and I think of Sean Moorhead who, who shared his faith with, uh, with Nick. And, uh, I want pray for these guys, um, pray that, uh, they would realize that you have a plan for them just as they are. Um, they're, um, they're also your workmanship, your masterpiece. And, uh, or even with a little bit of knowledge that they have, um, might they be willing to, to share that with others? Um, I think of the story of the blind man who said, you know, hey, I don't know if this guy's the Messiah or not. And they're asking, the, the Pharisees are asking him questions. And he says, all I know is once I was blind, and now I can see. And uh, Lord, just help us just to share what we know, how you've changed us and uh, give them strength to do that. Um, just, um, I know that anybody who's, who's here listening right now, I know they have a desire to honor you. And I just pray that you fill them, give them strength, help them be faithful you would just uh, multiply their work uh, now and in the future. pray this in your name, Jesus.